Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, uh, pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name is Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tarali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who collects the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, like a dragon-blooded. Act 2, Relics and Revelations. Last one we finished up, uh, Tarali, the Tyrants, uh, Resh Ferris, and uh, MLR Divine successfully made it out of the vault uh, with little problem at all and are hanging out currently right outside of the vault uh, waiting for some people's animas to go down. Ricky and uh, Elian, on the other hand, had a little bit more of an... Uh, of an exciting time getting out, including uh, uh, a very long chase sequence by Damaskinos and Octavian, the quarter prince of hell, um, that resulted in multiple obstacles being thrown in Octavian's way to try and stop him from catching up to you all. And though that he kept speed with you all through the realm of the undead and into the back rooms of Yushan, uh, you all knowing the territory in such a way uh, as uh, Laughing Ragamuffin had shown you all kind of around and greeted you all and kind of given you a good sense of how the place operates. You guys basically used your knowledge of the place to uh, throw basically debris and uh, and problems Octavian's way to slow him down while Ricky Hayad, Lucille, you, you through the rest of the realm. Just for the record, it was not uh, any crazy charm or anything that got him got. It was the chaos of an office. With like a loud like snap of the reins and a haya, uh, Ricky and Elian and Lucille come uh, through the rest of the uh, the, the vault and come uh, leaping out of the opening door uh, with like kind of like this uh, fiery hooves as that like whoever's anima anima flare is going off is going off. You guys are. If it wasn't for the fact that you guys are in the middle of the under the undercity of Chiroscuro in some of the. In, in, in the. Areas that are like 
not very well known and explored, you would be gathering a crowd here. But because that you guys are so alone and this is not a spot that many people know about, despite the raging bonfires of anima, there is a moment of quiet as the elements kind of coalesce between all of you all as the, um, I guess the, the, the fellowship of, uh, of dragon blooded here kind of have for once in the last couple of days together, a quiet moment. Fuck. I'm sure Ferris, uh, is found a spot like against a wall kind of off to the side and, uh, is like trying to like catch her breath. Is Ricky burning too? Uh, no, because, uh, Feast Dragon Roar gets rid of my aura. <laughs> Ricky kind of slides off uh, Lucille and gives her a, a calming pat, like, good job, and uh, kind of leans against the wall with a deep breath. Lucille gives you, uh, appreciative horse noises and, uh, like, nudges her uh, muzzle like against you as if like waiting for some kind of treat. Uh, I'll, I'll produce a pocket falafel and give it to her. Falafel. Oh, a pocket falafel. Yeah. Do you, do you toss it or do you like hand it? No, over? I hand it to her. She, she chomps on it and expertly misses your fingers. Excellent. <laughs> Man, it smells like a... I feel like it smells like a wet forest after a bad thunderstorm with both of our animas going off. Oh, Elian's got, like... You see kind of, like, eyes periodically opening behind them and closing, and it definitely is very sea-smelling in here. Um, They slide off of Lucille and give her a nod before they sit down and start kind of putting pulling the evidence out of their little kit and setting it out in front of them. They like start pulling out papers as well with notes scrawled all over it and clearly their handwriting as if they've been keeping track of everything. Uh, Divine kind of just slav squats in place where he's at, uh, picking up a stick, kind of doodling in the dust of the road that they're on. So, what's next? We look at the evidence and figure out who it is. I know that sounds very simplistic, but I'd be interested to hear all your theories before. And they hold up the vial that has the hair in it before I find out who it really is. Now, uh, real quick, Chris, that charm, that is going to just lead you to them. It's not going to tell you who it is, right? So, if I have three successes on it, I believe I know who it is. Hold on a second. Oh, boy. Yeah, base difficulty of this roll is three. Um, on a success, the Dragonblood is able to pick up the scent of the character left evidence. If she's already familiar with that individual, she identifies him immediately. Okay. And fun story, um, I'm going to get those three successes. <laughs> because it's an investigation thing. And I'm going to use, you know, 
points to be able to get successes. Excellencies and everything else. Yeah. No medicine rolls tonight, motherfucker. I'm pretty sure I, I you can spend a willpower to get this test as well, right? Yes, you can. Yeah, so uh, I just burn four, um, burn four essence and a willpower and another willpower because it takes a willpower and another four moats. So eight moats and two willpower, and I know automatically who it is without even having to roll. Mm-hmm. Assuming that you're familiar with them. Assuming. So, I'm not the best with evidence that doesn't, you know, talk back, but that's your expertise. Uh, You get me to him and I can confirm your suspicions. But I have no clue based off of what we got here. Yeah, I'm good at kicking ass, eating falafel, and scaring ghosts. I don't know what the fuck any of this is. And I'm good at kicking falafel and other things. Ferris is just kind of uh, sitting there now that she's caught her breath. Her anima going off. The scent of uh, pine is stronger. There's uh, the vines in her hair are just a little bit longer. A little bit more prickly than normal. And her anima, you can kind of see like the silhouette of a a fox kind of laying down, not quite up and about. Um, for those of you who've seen her anima when it's on bonfire, you know it gets scary. Um, she's kind of looking over the bow that she's got with a thinking face on and just kind of like mumbling to herself a little bit. But kind of out loud, just kind of going through the list of people that it could be. People that it's not going to be. People that she's like, no, nah, I don't think this is a person. This is an issue. Um, then she'll look up at the others, or at least to Elian, because the other two didn't really say anything. And Tarali's hasn't said anything yet either. Why don't we... Take out the people we are sure it's not first, and see who we have left. The list of who it's not is going to be a lot longer than the list of who it could possibly be. That's a fair point. Tarali? Um, I've got nothing, really. Sorry. I'm just here to support and fight me. My biggest issue currently looking through everything is I have a a mental list of people that it could be based off of what we've gathered. My biggest issue is motive because the only ones that I've seen is literally, obviously it's money. And the other one is to screw over the family because they're mad at us. I can't really see too many other viable options for why they would take it. I mean, I think screwing over the family... And wanting the money kind of coincide with each other. And is enough motive to at least take the money. I'm not 100% convinced that they're the same person that might have, that killed Bilar. But I'm not going to say that they're not. I'm fairly convinced they're not the same. 
based off of the autopsy I did and some other things. Um, they kind of like look at the evidence out in front of them. And it's interesting because as they're looking at everything, you see the little bit of their anima that's up. The eyes on it kind of slowly shift with their head as they look over everything. And they, they bend down to look and consider things and the eyes just blink very slowly. It looks like they almost zoom in a little bit past them and shift back and kind of go wavy like water. So, offhand, if I was to look at, it's, it's someone who can do incredible feats of strength or has the power of sorcery. If we look at it from this black hair and the fingerprint aspect and went with someone who seems capable of doing incredible strength, my initial gut reaction would be Karsa or Mountain. It might not. Again, this is just spitballing based off the evidence we have. I, we won't know for certain until I use my charm. If we went off of someone who has sorceress means, that could be anybody from from Shikan all the way to Desert Bloom. It, I assume most people could be a sorcerer and not exhibit that they are such and they kind of look over to Ricky for more explanation on that oh oh I see yeah the town idiot can do sorcery so everyone can right yeah I see okay mm-hmm. I'm picking up what you're putting down that's fine I mean you are pretty fucking dumb and able to do sorcery my question is more do sorcerers have some kind of way to I don't know hide that they're a sorcerer? I'm not sure how to explain it. You can tell when magic is present. You can't necessarily tell if someone is, is a sorcerer, though. Like, you can't tell who spilt the, the, the tea, but you know the tea got spilt, you know? And if I see somebody do that shit, I of course know, but I can't, like, sniff them and know. No, I'm afraid not. Not that I know of. I'm not a sorcerer, so I defer to you to know what makes sense. Yeah, no. Uh, you don't just know if somebody's a sorcerer if you're also a sorcerer, typically. And my understanding is that there's no there's no intelligence requirement. Kind of shoots a scowl at uh, Divine. Oh, Brendan, I have a question. Sure thing. So, uh, the show I was talking, obviously you can't tell if a person's sorcerer just by looking at them. But can you tell if uh, a person is magical if you occultly focus on them, if magic has been cast on them recently? If there is a sorceress working, such as an enchantment or a spell that is on them, um, yes, you can uh, focus through uh, cult means. What if it was on them? Or was on that hair? Oh, like if that someone was using a larceny charm to disguise themselves? Sort of, kind of. Or if someone was using sorcery to disguise themselves? Sorcery. Um, sorcery is generally not used for something that... Simple? Sound, uh, yeah, that simple. Sorcery tends to be bigger than what charms can do. Yeah, okay. But that, that is a, a, a good way of thinking. 
there could potentially be some spells uh, out there. Uh, not that you're aware of off the top of your head that allow someone to change their form uh, on a more permanent basis, but those certain uh, something like that could certainly exist as a uh, a, a long-term sorceress working. But I don't get the feeling that that's what happens. That that's what's happened here after all my cult rolls last session. Um, after all of your cult rolls last session, um, I'm trying to think because most of your cult rolls last session were more focused on what was going on outside and like the magics of the vault, as opposed to what was going on with um. The stuff that Elian had found. Okay. Uh, can I roll again, or is it a little bit too late for that? I'll let you roll again, uh, focusing on the hair to see if maybe it's like... Like magical residue. Do you want it, uh, uh I'll let you pick if you want it to be... to fo- If you want to focus on if it, it's uh, sorceress working, or some kind of like lower tier thing, like thaumaturgy, or even like a charm. Um, are the roles going to be the same? The roles are going to be different. Uh, well, they're going to be the same role, but they're going to be at different difficulties. Because one is harder to determine than the other. I'll do the harder of the two. Okay, so the harder of the two to determine would be the sorceress working. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. The harder of the two to determine would be the would be a charm, because it's such a... Charms are like such low-level magic that to a sorcerer, they don't even register as magic. I can try. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, describe to me what you're going to do. Uh, let me know what you're gonna, if you're going to pump it, and then that's going to be a perception and a cult roll. So Ricky kind of like holds his hand open to see the hair, and upon getting it, it's just going to kind of like... Like, not put sorceress working into it but just take a second and breathe and just try to like pump power into it to see if anything like lights up like to pick up on something that would have been there before to see if this was like kind of like uh putting power through a wire to see what it lights up with you know okay i'll give you an extra uh two dice for that cool and i'll spend a Essence for a extra success or extra willpower for an extra success. Um, well, I have the excellency for a cult, right? So I'll spend two on that. So I'll have, I'll have a total of four extra dice. Okay, seven. Well, hot damn! Actually, you get to re-roll one of those dice. Oh, you're right. Still seven. Still seven. So, with seven successes, you take the hair for a moment and concentrate on it through uh, the occult means. Finding the nature of a charm is weird, because charms are something that aren't... I mean, I know that in the book they're codified and they're put down as these are the exact rules that they do, but in the game, uh, as far as charms go, there's something that manifests as a part of just the dragon-blooded soul. There's something that you innately know how to do, like breathing, like running, like your heart beating. You don't you don't tell your heart to beat. You don't 
for the most part, breathe manually. Charms just are. But in focusing on that, you know for a fact that this hair right here had some kind of charm put on it. Specifically, from the disguise tree that is in the larceny charms. And is that still in effect, or is that like... Have, it has is the... not currently in effect. Since the hair was removed from the body, the charm is no longer in effect on it. So this is what the hair of the person who cast, who used this charm normally looks like? Yes. Hmm... Hey, Ferris, whoever, whoever nicked our shit from us uh, does that shit you do where you turn to somebody else real quick. You know, that, that, that the whole kind of like waves his hand in a vaguely threat theatrical motion. You know, that. Like, like when I was Zeke? Huh? Zeke, one of the tyrants. That was me, Ricky. That was you? Yes, that was what? me the entire time. What? Yeah, like that. Fuck. <laughs> he just kind of pr pinches the bridge of her nose and just does a really deep, heavy sigh. You can only be but so exacerbated with me. I am giving you good information. Not. That's not why I sighed. But yes. Um. So the person who did it does, in fact, have black hair. But that doesn't mean doesn't that they had it when they did the thing. True. True. Now, elaborating on that, Brendan, the big hands thing that we that we have access to, the big handprints, would that be something that would be present during that charm or not during that charm? That would be something that was present during that charm. Oh. So that also means if we carry the one and times the whole equation by fuck yourself, uh, that whole big hand prince thing, also fake, potentially. The charm could have done that. Great. So we're still looking for someone with black hair. I should clarify, it's not that the hand prints were faked so much as... Um, the imprint of them with the oils and everything is the best way that I can put it is because of the disguise, but also because of the amount of strength that or energy that was expended doing whatever that they did. That is essentially why that the handprint is so large. Does that make sense? No, I'm not no. following you. No, I'm yes. not following you. It makes sense to me. Think about when you put a hand your uh in like animes and stuff when someone puts their handprint after they've been like super powered it kind of like pushes in a bit but it looks bigger than it actually is. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of what I'm going for. All it means is that you pressed harder. But anime. But yes. I, I feel how... that I might not be explaining it properly unfortunately. Yeah, I, I, I'm not understanding that so, honestly. That they used, the energy that it took to move that mass amount of money and stuff caused 
a, an imprint of the hand to be bigger than it probably normally is while also being in disguise form. Okay, so basically whoever left the handprint isn't used to being that strong. So, so censoring this all back together, uh, we cannot rely on the person that we're looking for to normally have large hands. That's all I need to know. Yes. I think, right. I, I think at Thank one you. point I had mentioned that if it was, like, the person might not normally look like this, but it would be through charms or something. I don't remember what I said. I don't think I got yes. that on recording, though, so. So okay. we somehow know less, but earlier. also more. Okay. So, what now? I think we're just waiting to cool off, and then, you know, Elian tracks that hair. I asked the goon, did you steal from us? And, uh, hope they're not a better liar than I am. Or, when Elian kind of looks at you while they're sitting and gives... A smile I don't think anybody's really seen them do before. It's mischievous, almost. Or, I use this charm and track them down while on bonfire. I don't think anyone's going to want to come near me during that. Especially them. Ferris just kind of nods in agreement. The only issue is they'll see me coming. So, um... It sounds like you guys are getting ready to use that charm. So I want to know, just for my own my own ego at this point, because I've never been able to get one over on Chris. The entire, what, eight years that we've been gaming together now, Chris? You always see my plot twists coming from a mile away. Who do you think did it? We cannot move on until you give an answer. Um, I'm gonna go with potentially a weird answer. Okay. But probably, not, probably not that weird. So, um, I initially thought it was Carsa or Mountain, but based off of this extra stuff, I don't think it's them. Um, I think it might be... I think it's Desert Bloom. It's, uh, but I also don't is, think that's right at the same time. If that how makes long sense. is Manami's hair? Manami's hair is uh, roughly the same length as Ricky's. It's kind of... Well, Ricky's got kind of like a mohawk going... Also, isn't Manami blonde? Uh, yes. Oh, never mind. For some reason, I thought he had black hair. Well, I mean, he's blonde to your knowledge. Yeah, maybe he's been the, using a larceny charm the whole time. The problem is we have a we have a lot of people that because I I looked up I was like ah oh, what if it's Jal a Baronado Jalin oh they're blonde and like skinny so no it doesn't sound like it's probably them. I can't if I if I may, I'd like to throw in my guesses into the pot. Her thing. I have two. I only had one, but now I have a second one because of the Larson charm knowledge. My first guess was that gross sweaty guy. That would be funny. That would be super funny, but he's not part of the crime family. 
I don't guess my other guess is part of the crime family either, so I don't have it. But that would have been pretty funny. That was what I was hoping on. That was my guess before I knew it was part of the crime family. My my weird outlier guess was going to be either uh, uh, Divine or Ricky's girlfriend. Going with Carsa. That's my guess, is Carsa. Isn't he bald, though? He can grow his hair and shave it. Unless he has a condition that he can't grow his hair. You don't know that. You've only ever seen him bald. Yeah, un- 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 unfortunately, here. when you get with Exalted, there's a lot of, like, weird... Uh, it makes it that it could be a lot of different people. That's true. But let's get down to it. What are you, you going to do? I was saying, unless somebody else wants to make guesses, I'm going to pop this charm. Remind me, who is Izelli Bantis? Icelsi Bantis? Icelsi. Yeah. They, they, that's the oddly calm was, was the weird one for yes, me. Yes, uh, Bantis is the, uh, is one of the advisors. Um, she's been around for one of the, uh, who's, she's been around since the formation of the clan. She is former realm. Te- she is not hiding that she is former realm as she is house Icelsi. Changing my answer to them. She is my, she's my answer. She's your answer? She was oddly calm. I don't like it. Chris, what were the other two that you said? Which time? Because I had some that were based off of size. I had some based off of them being sorcerers. I think he wants to know what your final answers were. Oh, well, I so I, I narrowed it down to Desert Bloom, uh, Shikan, Carsa and Mountain. Those were my my strong contenders. But I kind of, like the only reason I suspected Shakan was because they're the one that found it and they clearly have some kind of sorcery. So it, but it didn't make sense for it to really be them and they were trying to be hush hush quiet about um Elion working on the case. So like I guess if I had to narrow it down to my top 3 it was uh it was Desert Bloom, Carsa or Mountain. I think I had another one, but I can't remember because I've gone too, through too many different people. Okay. You ready? I will let you know that the name has been said. Yeah, I, like I also had Tepit Min written down, but Divine like had to go to another location. I had Bernardo Jalin. Like I went through a lot of different people that had different motives for doing this. So. The name has been said tonight, or the already? name has been said tonight. Ooh, shit. Dun, dun. And also, I, I had Sotaba because they were trying to blame Ferris, but I think that's more in terms of the murder. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so I am popping eight motes and two willpower for this. Damn. Uh, how are you popping two willpower? Uh, is willpower one of the costs of the charm? It is. Okay. And I assume that the other willpower is for an auto success. Yes. So okay. right now I have three auto successes no matter what. Um, okay. And I reroll sixes. So in what's course you get a shit ton of ones. Which, I mean, is quite possible. And then we just, you know, wait for me to cool down and potentially do it again. again. Uh, oh. I also rolled doubles on nines to track that character by smell. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. 
Um, and are we still burning, correct? Um, I'm going to say that it's about to start cooling down. No, the dice did not fail. Wow, us. there are no ones in there to even try and throw back at in your face. Nope. So, uh, Elion listens to everybody and then collects the evidence back. Sets it in down. They're still at Burning Anima, so there's some slight tentacles waving around. They're very in and out of being ethereal and not. The eyes keep moving around, looking over the evidence as they do. They hold the, the vial with the hair up. There's quite a bit of black hair in there. They pull the cork out and take a couple pieces out and sit in a meditative state. The... They put the hair in front of their nose and begin to sniff it with their eyes closed very softly. The tentacles fade out as they wrap around them. The eyes slowly blink shut. And in a blast of essence flare, the tentacles whip out, uh, flailing all over the places. The eyes burst open and seem to glow a bright yellow. And um, you see basically a kraken with multiple eyes behind Elion as their eyes open and gleam almost the same yellow. The tentacles stop mid-frenzy and point out towards the direction of where this person is. And in one word, Elion says, or I guess one or two words, Elion says who the person is. The... Kraken and Elion, as they are pointing in the direction, uh, notably, you all are still underground in the city. Most of the directions that someone would be pointing towards, that Elion would be pointing towards for anyone else who is the victim, should have a slight elevation to it. Most people are staying above ground. You point straight ahead, still within the Undercity. And as you point forward, what name does Elian tell the rest of the crew? So I'm going to do a slight addendum to my description then. Um, the tentacles are going to point forward. Elian's eyes are going to open and they're yellow. Their head is going to turn slightly to the side and look over to Ricky and say, Moya. Oh. I just find it funny because I was like, you know, what if, like, one of their love interests is only getting close to them just to, like, get info? It was one of those weird what-ifs, but I did. I really dismissed it earlier. It was kind of the, one of the weird guesses. So as that you point towards the direction in the Undercity, towards... The Bountiful Bear. Wait, is it the Bountiful Bear? No, the Shaved Yetim. That's the that's the, the gambling casino. Correct. As you point towards the Shaved Yetim, there is the stomping of feet coming around the corner as a lar as a scouting brigade of uh, uh, including Corral June and June's boys comes around the corner yelling and waving at divine divine you're here holy shit man we've been looking for you for days but I forgot we were gone for like weeks yeah man 
you've been going for like, you told me to come to come down here and look for you after a week. We've been searching down here for three whole days, man. Well, you you found us. Yeah, man. Things are things are getting wacky since you guys left. What do you mean getting wacky? You know, uh, you know the cute secretary at the at the at your at your at your gambling casino. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple days after you guys went missing, she uh, she kind of showed up with uh with a bunch of realm troops and declared herself satrap of Chiroscuro. What's a satrap, Brendan? Uh, a satrap is basically the ruler by proxy of the realm of a of a nation state. I got played so fucking hard, goddamn. She's got she's got the whole backing of House Catholic. So, Ricky, you ever see someone who's like chewing on something so hard in their mind that they just like are lost in their head for a second? His face is like scrunched up like like he just ate a lemon, but he does not respond to you. I'm a fighter. Hey, Brendan. Uh, yeah. Catholic is a Cokie's house, right? Catholic is, in fact, a Cokie's house. Uh, notably, a Cokie is a di- like a disgraced member of uh, House Catholic. But Iria, though, is not. Is yeah, not. she's also part of the Wild Hunt. Brendan, what's Moya's last name? Did you ever ask? Certainly would have in our relationship, yeah. Okay, sorry. I wanted to make sure that I got the right name for you because it's... Um, she would have introduced herself to you as... Uh, it, for a while during the relationship, it was just Moya. There was no family name. And then I believe, and then I believe that when you came back and, like, from prison and had your like almost breakup she would have told you that her name is ua moya spell ua because i is it y-u-e y-u-e-h yeah i got it right i'm used to ua from avatar spelling so so yeah that, that that's that is her name ricky still looking very very much like in, in with inner turmoil, just gets back on Lucille. Let's fucking go then. Divine's gonna hop on the back of Lucille behind him for once. I don't think you guys want me on Lucille. Although a fire horse with a with a Kraken anima banner behind it might be. Uh, oh, we're going. In, we're going in hot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> cool. Lucille can hold three, right? June is going to offer uh, some of the horses and uh, stuff that he's brought down with him for you all. Uh, I am worried I will hurt, because if I'm in my actual bonfire, I can hurt things. You have probably lowered down enough by this point. I need an actual total of where my essence, or how much essence I would have gotten back, because I only have 14 by now after blowing all of that. Uh, let's go with another five because you only regen five per hour. 
Unless, of course, you're in combat. You want to spar real quick? No, I'm going to go punch a secretary. Um, Ferris will accept a ride on the back of one of the horses. Uh, she does not want to drive it. Steer it. Hold the reins. <laughs> so while the, you guys are getting ready to go, June looks to you all and just goes, Listen, it's a shit show out there. I've got some of my boys. We got, uh, we got boats ready to go. You just let us know, and I can get you either... I can get you and your crew and anyone else you need either back to Great Forks to, uh, to look shy or out to, out to the Pirate Bay in the West. You choose. Wherever you want to go. But I'm, I'm going to let you all know it is a shit show up there. Oh, oh you haven't seen anything yet, pal. You just fucking wait. Ferris is going to raise her hand and wait for June to finish talking. Um, am I still being, uh, framed for my brother's murder? I didn't realize you'd stopped being framed for it. Right. Um, great. This is going to be fun. Carry on. And she's just going to, like, hop up on the back of someone's horse. I don't know who she's going to sit behind, but. I mean, I was going to, I was going to be on Lucille too, but. Yeah, whatever. I was gonna put, put Elion on Lucille. Because they'll be le- more likely to uh, not get injured by anything uh, that they might be throwing out. I'll hop on the back of one of June's horse or something. I don't have a problem with June. Yet. Uh, with June letting you all know that you guys have a safe route out of the city. You just need to call on him and let him know where you want to go. He will prepare that for you. You guys head at a gallop, I assume, towards where Moya is. Brendan, I gotta know, bud. Yeah? What, what was the giveaway here? You said we had all the clues, and I'm so lost. <laughs> well, it was the, the black hair. Um, the fact that she had been very cagey since, uh, since calibration. You guys hadn't seen her. We haven't um, seen a lot of people since calibration. It I has thought, been like two days. I thought that was just because Tyler was a was an inattentive role player. <laughs> um, she was also notably missing during uh, some of the days of calibration. Because again, Tyler's an inattentive role player, but you know, that's just how some of that goes. Done, done, yeah. Done. I uh I will be completely honest with you guys. I uh I had initially planned for it to be Jalin when I initially wrote it. And then when that, uh, when Ricky, uh, decided he wanted to have I- interest in the secretary, I was like, Ooh, this is even closer. <laughs> this is even more like a dragon. <laughs> this is even more like a dragon. You're so trifling. <laughs> Chris will tell you, this is, this is straight up like a dragon right here. It is. This is some some Japanese drama bullshit right here. Also, I don't think I have a description at all of what Moya looks like. I recall her having a bob. That's all I remember. And she has black hair. She she has a bob of black hair. She looks... uh, She generally dresses a little... uh, 
she she doesn't dress to like show off herself that much and she is generally just kind of like uh she she generally stays as kind of like a wallflower but she's like literally like the person who is perfectly in uh in line to like do this she she's the person who handles all of divine's money guess what motherfucker you are poor now (laughs) she doesn't handle my money i specifically have a demon retainer to handle all of my money i I literally have no no description for moya she handles all of salon's money i know we got one but i doesn't mean it got written down but i know we had gotten one I got Aaliyah's. I remember the bob. Me too. And I remember the black hair. I don't at all. I didn't even consider her a member of the family. That's so interesting. Well, I mean, she works for Divine. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is what happens when you date my employees. Ripperoni. I hate you. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost or email at A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice.